Sunday afternoons. You know, I was really shocked when the news arrived that two female scientists had won the Nobel for Chemistry. I'm pretty sure they deserved the prize because of their hard work and dedication. Had they been born with a Y chromosome, they would still get the prize, right? It's just that the headlines would say, two scientists won the Nobel Prize for Chemistry. It wouldn't say anything about them being male. Please hear me out and don't take this podcast as feminist banter because it's not. For some reason, I always thought of how Rosalind Franklin was not allowed to dine in with other researchers and how she didn't get a mention for the Nobel. How Marie Curie gave her life to radioactivity research and then died for the same reason. If they were arrived today, they would definitely be rejoicing. Now, I'll talk about two things. One, how the feminine craft of weaving and spinning give birth to what technology is today and how the world's first computer programmer was a woman. And how we should do things we love to do and not just force ourselves to love whatever we do. making is an intricate craft. So is weaving, knitting, sewing and crocheting. Cloth making has always been a female domain since the prehistoric era itself. Bone needles found in various archaeological sites, pardon my pun, are living examples of it. Ada Lovelace is credited as the world's first computer programmer. It fascinates me because coding is a male-dominated career, but the pioneer was a woman. Its entire framework still stands on the stills of a feminine craft, textiles. Mechanical looms use punch cards to weave different patterns. Charles Babbage's computer used punch cards to make calculations. Ada Lovelace realized that this system can be used to not just primarily manipulate numbers but to assign them to letters, music, etc. And with the various combinations that could possibly come out of it with a set of rules, the possibilities were endless. Just like there are endless possibilities in using punch cards to weave something. There could be so many different type of patterns in a woven piece of cloth. Let's take a Benares Sari. It has so many beautiful golden intricate details and you know when you realize that all of that has been weaved on a single hand loom by uh, maybe a little old woman sitting in the corner of a hut, it really makes you feel something. Of course, there had been various controversies around Ada Lovelace and how some people believe that she did not write the first computer program. And her contribution was not very significant, but she had definitely earned the title of the Enchantress of Numbers back in the day. Last year, I had the wonderful opportunity to visit a weaving village in Murshidabad, where I had a chance to observe a little woman weaving a fine silk sari, laid with very intricate motives. I guess technology is the application of science, and handloom is a powerful technology. There's something very comforting to the fact that these same punch cards were used all those years ago to form the basis of the computer. What fascinates me is how something so simple can be laid upon 
contributed upon by thousands of people and then reach to something so powerful today contribution is everything collaboration is everything another thing that fascinated me about the countess of loveless was how she was lord byron's daughter tell me something could you imagine a high society poet's daughter to be a math whiz no right but let this be a subtle reminder that we must choose to do what we love only then will we be truly satisfied being in design i've often been said to be in a profession with no real core value even today people consider design to be something very premium and inaffordable something for people with excess money clothes shoes wrist watches cups plates these are designer items but in reality all artisans who create and sell their craft to make a livelihood are all designers i think as a designer with formal design education it just gives me the additional responsibility to lift these people give them a voice india doesn't need more designers who make bridal gowns or watches or shoes or fancy backpacks we need more designers who can help people raise their voices designer products don't have to be very expensive they just have to be very thoughtful last week i came across this page that sold sustainable fashion uh, apparently they recycled textiles and made very pretty dresses but when i decided to buy one i just realized they were very overpriced i mean if a dress is sustainable i wouldn't want to pay 7000 rupees for that right so coming back to design i think we really need more people in the profession we need to normalize art education for people who do well in school when i first stepped in college someone told me i wasn't fit for a career in design because i had good grades in school i would do better in engineering or some basic science courses but for me it wasn't like that design is interdisciplinary and for a person who does not like to do the same things every day i really felt like coming home i'm just going to urge people out there to send their kids to design art music dance or any other unconventional career sometimes the field needs you more than you need it and sometimes you need it more than the stream needs you and if for once you decide to question your choices remember that the core basis for all the technology around you comes from something as supposedly insignificant as textiles remember every doctor is backed by hundreds of years of science and research every engineer is backed by years and years of research and development we are what we are because our predecessors have paved the path for us we are what we are because of so many people who think and who think differently a few weeks ago i was reading something that really made my blood boil apparently a medical student went on a date with a fashion design student and for some reason it wasn't a great match he wrote something on these lines on cora she has an insignificant profession while i'm doing something that's really good for the society i wonder if he realized that even the sutures he made had root in fashion fashion is not just wearing pretty clothes right 
after all it's art of clothing oneself how smart must the prehistoric women have been who had sewn two pieces of dry skin together to make a garment that too with a fish bone needle and some very crude plant fibers for thread once we think and make connections like this we begin to realize the importance of everything around us and how everything is important to maintain the balance in the society and not just society i mean nature around us so when you feel very overwhelmed by where you are or if you feel sad because you're not doing what everyone does remember this the person who coded the first computer program was a woman and not just any woman but a high society lady who did it out of her sheer love for it because money and fame was something she already had she did not come from a house of scientists neither did she have very moral parents or a good household because we all know that lord byron was a very notorious poet in fact he fathered many children out of wedlock and ada lovelace was the only legitimate child but more than 100 years later we still remember her not because she liberated herself or something not because she marched rallies or dressed unconventionally well that's a debate and topic for some other day but because she had a beautiful thought process let's all do what we love to do and i think happiness will follow us so i just want us to remember ada lovelace and then love what we do and shine on Thank you.